Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about Chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the Polyjuice Potion. Yay. Yay. Okay, guys, before we start, I just want to remind you that you can email us at InsideHogwartsPod at gmail.com. Okay, ready for the first sentence? Yay. Yay. Okay, so they stepped off the stone staircase at the top and Professor McGonagall rapped on the door. And, like, I was reading this and I was like, I just realized I've been spelling McGonagall wrong this whole time. I didn't realize that the G is capitalized. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I did not remember you've that. You've never learned it. You've never been spelling I didn't right, remember so. that. Um. So McGonagall left Harry alone and he looked around. He was in Dumbledore's office. Being a teacher, I would not leave a kid unsupervised in the most know. interesting place in the whole entire school. I know. But, um, what would, like, what would you do first in Dumbledore's office? Like, what would be the very first thing you would go to do? I would probably just stay put, really. I would look first. I would, if I were Harry, I'd just stay put. I'm the kind of person that would probably look around. I would probably walk around and just look for what I could find, but... So the room was large and circular, and the walls were covered with portraits of old headmasters and headmistresses. There was also the sorting hat. Harry decided to try on the sorting hat so that he could make sure that he had put in the right house. Of course, we both... Oh, sorry. If, so, of course, we both know that we like like the houses that we're in. Yeah. But, if I... And, like, I wouldn't change mine, and I know you wouldn't change yeah. yours. But I want to know... What house would you want to be in if you couldn't be in your current house? Well, obviously Gryffindor. And then why? Because uh, that's the second house I place into. Well, yeah, but, like, what's so appealing about Gryffindor? Okay, well, for me, it probably wouldn't be Gryffindor. I- I'm oh, changing really? my thing. It's going to be Slytherin. Kind of really? Thing. I yes. think you would fit better as a Gryffindor. I think I'd fit better as a Slytherin. I don't, I don't, I don't think so, but I see you as more of a Gryffindor, but. I see myself as more of a Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Um, I think that my second house, well, my second house for sure was Ravenclaw, and I think that's what I would fit into best. What's your third? Third, probably Slytherin, because I don't want to be in Gryffindor. But, yeah. Um, so Harry slipped the hat onto his head, and it said, be in your bonnet, Potter. It said that Harry was wondering if he had been put in the right house, but he stood by what he said before. Harry would have done well in Slytherin. And, um, I think we may have talked about this before, but what do you think Harry would have been like if he had been put in Slytherin? I bet Malfoy would have influenced him. Oh, yeah. I don't think he would be friends with the Weasleys. Yeah, he probably wouldn't. I think it would be like, um, a Lily and Snape kind of thing. Yes. Like, they were friends before Hogwarts, but they kind of got split up during Hogwarts. So, Harry put the hat back on the shelf and said that it was wrong. Um, Other than make-up songs, oh, sorry, other than make-up songs, what do you think this sorting hat does all year? Uh, thinks about life, contemplates I know, I was gonna say, I think it contemplates all the mistakes it has ever made. Yeah, because, I mean, what, what can it do? It can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, if I were the sorting hat, I would just, I would just try to come up with ways to tell people that, like, 
I had made the right decision, even uh-huh. if I hadn't made the right decision. It'd be boring being a sorting hat. Definitely. You know? only come, you won't, your only use is once a year. Yeah. So Harry turned around, and he could see a bird that looked um, sick and was gagging. He was just thinking that all he needed was for the bird to die when the bird burst into flame. Jeez. I know. I would not know how to react I'd to I'd be that. like, Dumbledore, I swear I didn't I do didn't this. I didn't touch this. Um, so here, oh wait, did I say that? No, uh, uh, Harry, Harry backed. backed into the desk, and the bird became nothing but ashes on the floor. Dumbledore walked in and said it was about time that the bird had been looking terrible for days. Um, Fox is a phoenix and bursts into flames when it is time to die, and then they are reborn. So, do you think that phoenixes have, like, normal lifespans of a bird? Because I looked it up, and it says that pigeons live for six years. Hmm. Well, what do you think? Pigeons live for six years? Maybe they live for, like, a hundred years. I don't really know. I mean, how long do bald eagles live? The problem is that Dumbledore knows he's been there for a burning day. So, it had to have been... Enough time that Dumbledore could have been there. Or short enough time. I'm going to go with, like, it's like a dog time span. Like, 12 to 15 years. Before it burns? Yeah. Okay, well, this is a bit of a spoiler. Not really. Um, well, when Fox burns up and reforms, like, comes back as a baby. Mm-hmm. When they go into the Chamber of Secrets... He's full grown. So it's got to be a short amount of time before he dies. I don't know. I don't know. I guess let us know, like, what you guys think. Maybe, like, he looks maybe like a week. Maybe, yeah. So, and then the next thing that Dumbledore says kind of, like, reminds me of something in Fantastic Beasts. And he says, they make highly, and then in high taxes, it's faithful pets. So, because... I think this is a direct reference to how Fox always returns to a Dumbledore in need. Yes. And it stays with the Dumbledore family. So, um, Also, what do you think happens if phoenixes overpopulate? Do you think they would have to make it illegal to hunt phoenixes? Huh. Because they can never die. Well, I mean, I think they can die if they just get shot. Yeah. Like Exactly. They get, yeah, they just, they're immortal. Then do you think phoenixes, they would have to make it legal to hunt them? If they overpopulated, probably. Um, yeah. So Dumbledore sat down and was about to talk when the door flew open and Hagrid came in and yelled that it wasn't Harry because he was talking to him seconds before the kid was found. Dumbledore yelled to get um, Hagrid's attention and told him that he didn't think it was Harry and Hagrid left. Harry asked if he didn't and Dumbledore said no, but he still wanted to talk to him. And I was thinking about this, and, like, I think this is one of those times, I don't even think this scene is in the movie, but it's one of those times where it just, I think Richard Harris was a better Dumbledore than Michael Gambon. But I still think Michael Gambon was a good Dumbledore. He was a great Dumbledore. They were both But I think Richard Harris was better. Hmm. I don't think Richard Harris would have been like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? I think he, Richard Harris looked too old. Uh, I think he was good. He looked, like... Er, like ancient like nicholas flamel ancient i think he was perfect actually i mean he talked a bit slow but i, I think that's how slow dumbledore would have talked people just read fast so. i mean i thought he played a good role in the first and second movie i just don't think it would have worked out in the later movies 
Yeah, I, I can agree with that. But I still think he was pretty good. Um, so Dumbledore asked Harry if there was anything that he wanted to tell him, and Harry recalled everything that happened that year that he could that year that he could admit, but he said no, there wasn't anything. What would you do? I mean I would think not. I would tell Dumbledore. Okay, I probably wouldn't tell him about the polyjuice plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably wouldn't tell him anything, really. I wouldn't tell him anything because I wouldn't want to portray Ron and Hermione's trust. Yes. And then what do you think a, a student from each house would do? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff would tell. tell. Uh, Slytherin wouldn't tell. Ravenclaw. Gryffindor. Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw would, would tell. Ravenclaw would figure out if they, if what would something. be the smartest thing to do, yeah. Ravenclaw would tell something. Gryffindor wouldn't. I think I feel like Gryffindor would tell some things. Maybe Harry very just brave the exception. to yeah. uh, tell people. So there's panic throughout Hogwarts, and almost everyone signed up to go home for Christmas. Ron said that at that rate, they would be the only ones left other than Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle. Harry was glad because he was tired of people skirting around him in the hallway. Fred and George thought this was very funny as they started to... Oh, so they started to march in front of Harry in the corridor and say, make way for the air of Slytherin, seriously evil wizard coming through. It's like another iconic um, Fred and George moment. But Harry thought Christmas was very peaceful because the Weasleys and him were running the con room. On Christmas morning, Hermione woke Ron and Harry up early, carrying presents for each of them. Mm, I like how boys can get into the, can't get into the girls' dormitory, I but know. girls can go into the boys' it's, dormitory. That's, I just feel like that's dumb. Hermione said that she'd been up for nearly an hour and that she had been finishing the potion. Hedwig flew through the window and gave Harry the Dursley's present, which was a toothpick, and a note asking him if he would be able to stay for the summer holidays, too. And how did Hedwig know to go there? Do you think she just went there for whatever reason? Like, just to be like, did you guys get him a present? I don't know. Um, maybe. I think it was like, like she knew. Like, and then they were just like, well, maybe we she know because she she, uh, she knew because of how bad the present was. Yeah. So uh, for the rest of the presents, Harry, Hagrid had sent Harry a large centriaco toffee. Ron had sent him a book called Flying with the Cannons. Hermione had given him a luxury eagle feather quill. And Mrs. Weasley had sent him a hand netted sweater and a large plum cake. I feel like Ron's gift was more of like a, I'll get this for Harry and then he'll let me borrow it. I know. It's like a me gift. Yeah. But it's for him. Yeah. So the Great Hall was all decked out for Christmas, and Dumbledore led the students in Christmas carols. Fred and George had, and Fred and George had bewitched Percy's prefect badge to say pinfe- "pinhead," and he kept asking everyone what they were singing it. Would you be a prefect if given the option? Probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be the one. I wouldn't want to be like, yeah, the downer in charge. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to make like, cause some I bet some students would get mad at me. I wouldn't want to be the yeah. yeah I wouldn't like want the, to be Percy. the party pooper. I mean, I still like Percy, but I don't. I don't think I would want to be like. I that. don't like him. He's too. He's too uh, pompous. Yes, I still think too, he's cool. He's too arrogant. He's like James. Malfoy kept making jokes about Harry's sweater at the Slytherin table. I also feel like Draco's insults get a bit more classy by book five. In book four, he still acts like a little kid. Yeah. So after dessert, uh, Hermione told Harry and Ron that they still needed a bit of whoever they were changing into. 
She told them the whole plan. Yes, we need a chunk of their flesh. <laughs> yeah. And she told them that she'd already had her pass person's hair. It was Millicent Bullstrode. Um, and she had gotten it when she was tackling her in dueling class. The first part of the Wait, plan... she tackled... How did she tackle? I don't know. Wait, did Millicent Bullshire tackle her? Or yeah, did Hermione no. tackle Millicent Bullshire? Why did she tackle her? It's dueling club. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, the first part of the plan went smoothly. Ron and Harry perched the cakes on a banister, and of course, Crabbe and Goyle ate them. They hid them in a broom cupboard and took a couple of their hairs. They also took Crabbe and Goyle's shoes. Um, they make them look really stupid, Crabbe and Goyle, I mean, but no one could possibly yes. be as stupid as these guys. So they hurried to Moaning Riddle's bathroom, and they showed Hermione that they had gotten the hairs. Hermione also had spare robes in a bigger size, for once they were Crabbe and Goyle. They finished the Polyjuice Potion, um, and it looked like a thick, dark mud, and it was bubbling sluggishly. Hermione ladled it into three glasses, and she put in Millicent Volstrode's hair in the first one. They, so, the, Harry and Ron added their hairs to their potions, and they all took each a separate stall. They drank their potions and started to become Crab, Goyle, and Millicent Bulstrode. Ron and Harry put on their spare robes and stepped out of the stall. They told Hermione to come out of her stall, but she said that they should go on without her and that she was fine. Foreshadowing. Yeah. She's not really fine. Yeah. They left the bathroom and Ron asked a girl where their common room was, but the girl told him that she was a Ravenclaw. This is why they need to have house-colored ties. I know. Like in the movie. But I just find it weird how they don't know where any other common room is. Yeah, I mean, but it's good so that it's not like you're trying to sneak into... Like, it prevents them from doing exactly what they're doing. They headed down into the dungeons and came across Percy, who told them to get back to their common rooms because it's not safe to wander anymore. Then he said that he was a prefect, so nothing was about to attack him. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Make yes, a, prefect. a badge protects you. Yeah. Uh, so then Draco Malfoy came and, uh, asked what Percy was doing there. Uh, but then he took Harry and Ron, Crabbe and Goyle, uh, and, and left. Uh, they, and they walked up to a bare stone wall and he said pure blood as a door opened and they sat through. Um, you might hear our dog in the in the background. You're probably not going to. Because <laughs> You're probably not going to. But um, why would Dumbledore allow that password? I don't know. I, I, I don't think Dumbledore don't, can dictate it. Well, I mean, who do you think of? Snape? Not Snape. No way with Snape. Well, who, cho- who chooses the password? Maybe the head boy or something. Oh, wait, no, because the head boy can be from any house. I don't know. But it'd be sad. If you weren't pure blood, you were sort of into Slytherin. Yeah. Everyone would go would bully well, you. Literally Snape is a half blood. Yeah. Okay. Uh so uh okay, so they went into the common room and Malfoy brought them a newspaper clipping that showed that Mr. Weasley was selling fifty galleons for bewitching a car and that Mr. Malfoy called for called for Mr. Weasley's resignation. How did they scrape up the money for that? See, I still think that they have the money. I, I mean, I but d- in their vault, they only had one one galleon. I don't know. Maybe he took an early paycheck or mm-hmm. something. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, 
So, Malfoy said that it would be hard to tell that the Weasleys were purebloods because of their love for Muggles. He said that Muggleborns shouldn't be allowed in school, and that he was surprised that the Daily Prophet hadn't reported any of the attacks. Uh, I- How? How, how do they not know about this? Um, Dumbledore's I mean, probably keeping it pretty locked up. I know, but shouldn't the kids be telling their parents about it? I don't know. Like, I don't know how many would. Pro- because like, they what? How many kids? 600? The kids wouldn't want to be taken out of Hogwarts. Well, they sh- shouldn't be expelled just tell- just by telling their parents. No, not expelled. I mean, oh. like, their parents might keep them home. Ew. But I think some kids would. Uh, so... Uh... Okay, so then he started doing an impression of impression of Colin Creedy because he is a Muggleborn. Yeah. Uh, may I kiss you? May, may I lick your boots, Potter? <laughs> um. Then he said that he wished he knew who the heir of Slytherin was so he could help them, and that he hoped Granger was killed uh, by the heir of Slytherin next. Then he said that his house, that his manor, was recently raided by the Ministry, but they didn't find anything because they hid all their valuable dark arts things in a chamber under the I drawing room. I love that they, like, named their house Malfoy Manor. Uh, they started to feel themselves going back to their normal selves, so they ran out and back to Myrtle's bathroom, and Ron said that he would tell, he's gonna tell his father to check under, under the, the drawing room, room floor. Yeah. Uh, they looked into Hermione's stall, and she let her robes fall, relieving her covered in cat hair and yellow eyes. She said, she said that she got cat hair, and they took her up to the hospital wing. This is the last quote, and it's by Myrtle. Last sentence. Wait until everyone finds out you have a tail. Yay! Okay, end of the chapter. Now let's go to the movie game. I mean, it's weird, because I don't think they do look under the drawing room floor. No, I think he does. He just doesn't find anything. Huh. So at around one hour and 20 minutes, when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are drinking the Polyjuice Potion, Harry leans toward the mirror and starts to gag. His shirt is half unbuttoned. A few frames later, his shirt is buttoned up nice and neat. At around one hour and 19 minutes, as Ron and Harry watch in the background, Crab and Goyle hold cupcakes that change position, then start eating Hermione's cupcakes. When the close-up faces Crab, the, uh, the little bit of Hermione's cupcake... Uh, okay, of you're cupcake. reading the wrong words. Okay, let me start over. As Ron and Harry watch in the background... Crab and Goyle hold cupcakes that change position, then start eating Hermione's cupcakes. When the close-up faces Crab, the little butt of cupcake in Goyle's hand is visible. However, when Goyle rolls his eyes up as he begins to fall backwards, the cupcake in his hand is nearly whole. Good job. You, you got through that one. <laughs> so at around one hour and 19 minutes in the girls' bathroom, immediately after Hermione says, add the hairs, Ron can be seen with an empty hand. In the next shot, he is putting the hairs into the glass with that same hand. At around 1 hour and 19 minutes, when uh, Crab and Goyle pluck the chocolate cupcakes out of midair, you can see the shadow of the string on Goyle's face. At around 1 hour and 12 minutes, a reflection of the frames from the torch on the upper left corner of, on the floor is clearly visible, suggesting there might be a mirror used for nearly helpless Nick. Alright, so that's it for the movie use, and let's uh, take a sh- short break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back from the break, and today we are going to start with very important news and devastating news regarding the Fantastic Beasts franchise, and actually, the way we found out about this is Ella actually emailed us. You guys probably remember Ella from our bonus episode and one of our 
she was a uh, guest hosted on the um, analysis. Halloween analysis, and she actually emailed us and let us know. And so uh, we put a notice in the description of our last episode just so that everyone, you know, would know who, like, listens, you know, right when they come out. But Johnny Depp was asked to leave the franchise, the Fantastic Beasts movie cast. So they now replaced him. And to be honest, I am very disappointed. They replaced him with someone named Mads Mikkelsen, who is a Danish actor. Okay, who does he play again in another He movies? plays um, the the main villain in Doctor Strange. Really? So, the, so here's the, pro- the main problem. Grindelwald is British, not Danish. So, like, normally J.K. Rowling is super strict about who gets let into the movie cast. For example, in Harry Potter, there is not a single American on the cast. Everyone is British. So it makes no sense that they're letting Grindelwald, such a main character, be played by someone who's not even British. Um, I think th- there's one other person I think would be good for the role. Who? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. My, I, I suggested that to you. Um, yes, you did. The only problem but he's is still that he's gr- American. Still, he, I think he'd be good. I So let us know who you guys think should have been casted as Grindelwald for the second one. Um by emailing us, and I personally think Benedict Cumberbatch should. Benedict, or no. Ewan McGregor. Or Ewan McGregor. Hmm. I, yeah. Any of those, like, main British actors, like, uh, Colin, what's his face? I forget his last name. Anyway, so, now I'm gonna tell you guys about a funny meme that I found on Slytherin. It doesn't have a picture or anything, so it shouldn't be too hard to understand. So, the main, like, thing is, like, sorting quizzes be like and the question is how do you brush your teeth and then one of the options is bravely then it's while reading a book and then it's while making a sandwich then it's i'm a snake <laughs> wait what <laughs> it's supposed to be like like this is how obvious the sorting quizzes are L. like <laughs> bravely while reading a book while making a sandwich or i'm a snake <laughs> when i first read that i laughed so hard but i completely agree so, to actually justify this meme, I found a BuzzFeed quiz, and literally, this is the question and answer option. So, it's your fifth year at Hogwarts, and you've just received a howl from, howler from your parents. What for? Sneaking into the Forbidden Forest at night on a dare? Getting caught cheating on my divination owl? Being put in detention after I was caught in the library after hours? Or nothing? I never do anything to warrant a howler. Okay, the bottom one's Hufflepuff. Then, the top one's Gryffindor. Uh-huh. Uh, get Slytherin. Uh, no, yeah, that's Slytherin, and the the caught library is Ravenclaw. Yeah, so <laughs> so obvious. So next piece of news, um, unless you guys live in Slovakia or speak their language, this next piece of news is kind of random but super cool. There are no Slav. There are new Slavic, Slavic. Harry Potter book covers, and, and I think they are, yeah, su- and, they are the coolest yes. I've ever seen. Okay. Why Slavic? You could pick any country and you pick Slav. No, 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 Slav. no. Slav. The Slovakian, Slav. I don't know what, Slovakia. Slovakia. Their country decided to make new book covers. Wow. Yeah, so the illustration is awesome, but like I said, unless you speak the Slovakian language, you probably won't be able to read these, but still super cool though. And so here's the question for the week, the very the third question. Who should have ended up together, Harry and Hermione or Ron and Harry and Hermione. I think Ron and Hermione. I've kind of changed. I used to think Harry and Hermione, but now I think Ron. Um, I think Harry and Hermione. Why? In the book, in every single book, 
Ron and Hermione are fighting. Yeah. They get mad at each other a lot. Yes. But I think I think I would prefer them to have ended up together versus Harry because Harry's a main character. <gasps> and Deathly Hallows, Harry and Hermione danced. Oh my that make gosh. that makes that, that makes only did that, that only happen in the movie? I don't know. I don't remember. But I I think it might have only ended up in the movie. Anyway, guys, the song that they play during that sequence is called "Oh Children," and it's it's a very good song. Oh Children. So um, if any of the listeners want to send us a question for our Hogsmeade journal for one of our thirteen, because from our website I'm not going to use all thirteen because some are just like, "What's your Hogwarts house?" So if you want to help us uh come up with some more, I have a bunch that I came up with. But if you want to help us come up with more, email us your ideas to insidehogwartspod at gmail.com. So, today we will be talking about Slytherin House, Slytherin alumni, and everything in between. To start, we're going to talk about what it means to be a Slytherin. Yeah, Slytherin. Yup. Okay. Uh, to start, we are going to talk- uh, okay, yeah. so <laughs> Slytherins are ambitious and cunning. They desire to succeed, so most of them are pretty rich and notable. So, for example, the Malfoys, the Blacks, the Stanges, and a lot of them are from the Sacred 28. Yes, a lot of them. So the Secret Twenty Eight, see, like the Twenty Eight Pure Blood families, the yeah. last ones. Yeah. So here is what their mascot, the snake, symbolizes. The snake represents evil, so it starts, so it already starts out with setting Slytherins up for a bad reputation. The reason that Salazar Slytherin picked a snake is because he was a parcel mouth and could speak to them. But let's face it, it's because his last name starts with Slytherin. <laughs> I know. I find it strange how every founder's name is an alliteration. Yeah, Helga Hufflepuff, Salazar Slytherin, Rowena Ravenclaw, Godric Gryffindor. It still sounds way cooler than, like, Rowena Hufflepuff and Helga Ravenclaw. Like, I just think they sound cooler like that. It makes it, it, makes it memorable. Yes. So, as all of you know, in Harry's second year, he visits the Slytherin common room for the first and only time. I don't think he does in Cursed Child, but even if he does, we don't count that book. That's that's not a book. That book is not canon, in our opinion. Yeah. So the house is in the dungeons, and you get in by saying a password to a brick wall, um, which is pure blood in book two. I... Oh, wait, no, no, no. This is... So I bet uh, Godric told Salazar that he was using a portrait, and Salazar was like, well, I can't think of anything, so I can just copy that, but instead of a portrait, I will use a wall. A wall, the most interesting thing in the world. Exactly. I would use a suit of armor. Ooh, like in a stabs you if you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, okay. Okay. Intense Hogwarts. Yes. The common room. The com- The common room is pretty much covered in green and silver colors, and it's part way below the lake, so it has a green tint everywhere. So it's kind of depressing, but it has uh, leather couches, snake emblems. And pretty much the, everything that would make a room grand and, like, elegant. And I'm all about a grand common room. But I think I would want one with more bright colors. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with the Hufflepuff common room, though. It's just a bit dark, the Slytherin one. I it's think everyone dark. can agree that Hufflepuff has the best common room. I like the entrance. It just sprays you with vinegar if you tell the password Yeah, on. and I, I don't know. I just, I like the colors in there. It's a lot of green. It's a lot of, like, honey wood colors. And yeah, it's, it's so a very bright. positive room. It's kind of like um, a hobbit hole. Yes. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about notable Slytherin alumni, good and bad. And we're Wait, also what is alumni? Alumni, like people who graduated. Hey, Slytherin. Okay. And we're also going to say if we think the character is good or bad and why. Albus Potter. Good. 
bad at first, good then. Good but good stupid. Later. Yeah, good. Yeah, good but stupid. I mean, not. I mean, bad as in like black-hearted. <laughs> like they're a bad person. Ew. So good but stupid. Yeah, Scorpius good. Malfoy. Good. Good but mean to his father. Good. Okay, Scorpius Malfoy. Good. Good all the way. He's Draco, never bad. Draco Malfoy. Bad but kind of turns good. Uh, I think he's good. Okay. He's good on the inside. Phineas Nigel's back, and I'm actually okay with this guy. Yeah, but, he's good. Um, good, yeah. Horace Slughorn, good. Bad. Leader of Strange. Leader of Strange. Good. Good. Andromeda Tonks, good. I think we can all unanimously agree on that. Merlin, good. Good. Dolores Umbridge, bad. Bad. <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange, bad. Bad. Severus Snape, good. Good. Voldemort, Bad. <laughs> we fought. No, good. <laughs> Snape um, is the most controversial character, I would say, in all of Harry Potter. Next. Okay. And then Dumbledore. On one hand, remember there are spoilers. On one hand, that thing happened. I don't yeah. want to explain. It's pretty complicated. And then on the other hand, he bullied his bully's son. Yeah. I don't really, I, I still think he's good. But guys, like, email us what you guys think because I mean, like, we'll put your was our Snape episode is not coming until like probably book seven. But if you email us your opinions about Snape, we will hold on to those opinions and talk about them in book seven. So Slytherin has a really terrible reputation, but like, can you? Okay, well, I just <laughs> like knocked my mic over. But can you imagine these characters in any other house, like hmm. Snape and Hufflepuff or Dolores and Ravenclaw? Wait, Dolores was in Slytherin? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's on the list. Um, and I don't, Probably I also not. don't understand why some people are like, oh my gosh, my house is so underrated. Well, I, but can, I can see Scorpius in, uh, I can see Scorpius in Hufflepuff. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. But I don't think any of the houses are underrated. I think they're all on the same level. I don't think anyone should be like, my house is so underrated because it's not really, it just doesn't, like, you know, don't be upset with your house. Just kind of like, I mean, I I, I I like my house. I just don't like how it's not mentioned too much. Ravenclaw. Yeah, like I I like Hufflepuff. I love um all the characters. I'm okay with it not being mentioned that much. I think that that makes it better, I guess, because like you don't it. Gryffindor can be annoying at times because there are so many people in Harry Potter who are, but like. Oh. It's understandable. It's Harry's story. So, and we all have people in our houses that we're ashamed of, except for us Hufflepuffs. We're all awesome. Wait, uh, okay, I'm not ashamed of anyone in my house. You're not ashamed of Gilderoy Lockhart? No, he is awesome. Or, uh... Pretty obvious. What about, are you ashamed of, uh, Cho Chang? Okay, I'm ashamed of Are you ashamed of Quirrell? I I think we can all agree that Ravenclaw House is ashamed of Quirrell. Quirrell yes, I'm, goes, ashamed. I'm probably ashamed of Quirrell. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of anyone. There are no bad Hufflepuffs. So here's the well. welcome. What, Zacharias Smith? He's the best Hufflepuff. Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort is not a Hufflepuff. I know. So here's the welcome message you get from... Oh, wait. Quickly. If you guys can name bad Hufflepuff, email oh, us. Yes. But there are none, so you won't be able to, but still email us. Well, Cedric was kind of mean to Harry. Okay, no, we're not going to just turn good characters into bad characters. Cedric is the best character. He's not bad, he was just kind of mean. 
So here's the welcome message you get from your prefect when you're sorted into Slytherin. Congratulations! I'm Prefect Gemma Farley, and I'm delighted to welcome you to Slytherin, Slytherin House. House! It's in all caps. What the heck? Our emblem is the serpent, <laughs> the wisest of creatures. Our house colors are emerald green and silver, and our common room lies lies behind a concealed entrance down in the dungeons. You mean a wall. So as you'll see, its windows look out into the depths of Hogwarts Lake. We often see the giant squid, squid swooshing by. Ooh, that'd be and cool. And sometimes more interesting creatures. That's a cool That would be cool, yeah. We like to feel that our hangout has the aura of a mysterious underwater shipwreck. I would hate being in that common room. Yeah, like if a window breaks. <laughs> not just because of the window Get breaking, out. but it's like so dark in there. I know. And there's there's nothing happy in there. It's all just, like, green and black and just really dark colors. So now we're going to take a Slytherin <gasps> trivia quiz. So we're going to take this together. And it, it's called the Hardest Slytherin, uh, Slytherin Trivia Quiz, and it has 25 questions. So let's see how we get What are the Slytherin colors? I thought this was the hardest it's, quiz. Green it's and gonna, silver. It's going to get harder. And I'll link this so you guys can take it with us. All right. And we'll read out the uh, options, too. So, which of these personality traits is not canon for Slytherin? Not canon. Ambition, cunning, determination, or daring? Oh, jeez. I think it's daring. I think it's daring. Huh. Oh, it doesn't tell you if you're right or wrong. No, it doesn't. Where was Slytherin founder born? Oh, jeez. Ah, the Fens of Eastern England, a in England. The Scottish Glens. The Scottish Glens, the Broad Valleys of Wales. I see him as a Wales. Wales. No, I don't understand about Wales. What about... I'm, I'm gonna go the Scottish Glens. Or okay. no, no, Moore in England. Alright, fine, I'll go with that too. True or false? All Slytherin students can speak false. False. <laughs> oh gosh. Which of these famous Slytherins created their own wand? Wait. What? Tom Riddle, Salazar Slytherin, Lucius Malfoy, or the Bloody Baron? Okay, I'm not oh, sure, okay. sure about the Bloody Baron. It's not Tom Riddle. It's not Lucius Malfoy. It's Oh, crud. I clicked it. No, I didn't. Okay. It's okay. It's, it's not Tom Riddle. It's not Lucius. It's not the Bloody Baron. I'm going to go with Salazar. I think Salazar, because I read this article on, like, his wand. Oh. It was, like, special, and you could, like, and a, there's a command word that could, like, miss, stop it from being able to work. Wow. So, I don't think. Yeah. yeah it probably would have been by him. How many times in a row did Slytherin win the House Cup before the Sorcerer stopped? <gasps> seven. Yeah, seven. That's the lucky number in Harry Potter. If you didn't know that, you know it now. Seven horrible Seven years. There's not a single witch or wizard who went bad who wasn't in Slytherin. No. Hold on. False. There's not a single... It's false. There has to be one. Yeah, Coral. Yeah. How does the entrance to the Slytherin common room look like? A damp stone wall with a concealed entrance. Okay. What gives the common room a green lighting? It's the uh, water. Lake waters, yeah. What's the ultimate end of the Wand of Salazar Slytherin? Um, Buried with him in England, destroyed by Voldemort, it sprouted a magical tree at Ilvermorny, or it's stolen by goblins to see, contain the vault. It sprouted dragon. a magical tree at Ilvermorny. How do you know? Well, I know it has to do with Ilvermorny. Okay. Like, it was in the legends. It was like in the What's legend. the name of the Slytherin witch was 
was known at the dark as the Dark Witch of Hags Glen and parental guardian of Isalt's Oh, Fair. I know this. Uh, Merle- Gorm Lake. Oh, no, not Gorm Lake. Gaunt, Cassiopeia Black, Merle Gaunt, or Lucretia Pruitt. It's Gorm Lake. Okay. How old was Regulus Black when he died? Oh, I want to say like 18, 19, 20. Oh, jeez, oh, these it's numbers. It's either 18, 21, or 25. I'm going to say 21. Yes. Oh, they're serious. Tom Riddle, the last descendant of what Peveril brother, was sorted into Slytherin? He was descended, I think, from the uh, he was he, No, he was descended from the Resurrection Stone. Are you sure? Yes. That's the middle brother. Which of these sacred 28 families can speak with snakes? The Malfoys, the Strangers, the Blacks, or the Gaunts? Okay. Which member of House Black was disowned for marrying a Muggle-born? Oh. Cassiopa Black, Andromeda Black, Lucretia Black, or Phineas Black? It's Andromeda. Yeah. She married Ted Tonks. During the Death Eater rule of Hogwarts, a former Slytherin's, the Carroll siblings taught the following subjects. Arithmancy in DADA, Charms and Potions, Muggle Studies in DADA, and Potions and Charms. It's Muggle Studies in DADA. Wait, uh, huh. Because they taught people to, like, hate Muggles. Okay, what's, what's, what is DADA DA stand for? I thought they taught- Besides against the Dark Arts. Well, when the Death Eaters took over, I thought it was just the Dark Arts. Uh, well, like, yeah, but they didn't change the name. Oh, okay. Okay, ready, guys? Next one. During Harry's first year, what was the final Gryffindor slash Slytherin Quidditch score? Oh, jeez. I don't know. That's not exactly a Slytherin question. Yeah, no, that's not. So, Draco Malfoy was Slytherin seeker for how many years in a row? And also, we take into account the Goblet of Fire gap year as well. Uh, Okay, well, he was starting the second year, right? Yeah. So, one, two, four... So we're at three, and then five, year five, there is no quidditch. Oh, wait, yes, there is. So four years, and then I'm going to say four, because he doesn't take place in six or seven. Well, okay. Wait, but, well, if it's Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner Master. Oh, yes, okay, four. Let's see how badly we're doing. <laughs> but we'll see in six questions. So who was the last owner of Slytherin's Locket before Tom Riddle? Before Tom Riddle. Morocco, Morvello, Caractacus Burke, or Hebzibus Smith. I want to say. It's gonna be gone. I I've... need this locket. I need it. But um, let's see. Morope. Morope. Okay. And what school year did Voldemort open the Chamber of Secrets? Two. Oh, it, it's oh, giving, giving us, us years. years. So, 1941 to 42, 1942 to 43, 43 to 44, and 45 to 45. I don't know. What, what, year, what year was he born? Harry born? I don't know. Oh, 1980. 1980? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's guess. We have no idea. All right. So, 21. What's the name of Severus's mother? It's Eileen. It's Eileen Prince. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Name the known members of Tom Riddle's Slytherin gang. Gang. Lestrange, Malfoy, Parkinson, Avery, and Rosier. Lestrange? Uh, wait, is that, wait, is, oh, oh there's a multiple choice, okay. Uh, Malfoy, oh, wait, Lestrange, Malfoy. There's no Malfoy. Wait, st- oh, okay, um. Parkinson. Lestrange, I think, okay. Yes, Parkinson, Ro- I think Avery. Rosier. 
Avery, I think Avery. And Rosie. Yeah. I don't think there's a Lestrange. Slytherin's gang? Like, I don't understand. Okay, let's just, let's just do that. 23. Did any Slytherin students participate in the Battle of Hogwarts? No. Wait, uh. No, they were all locked up. Yeah. In the dungeons. Who of these people was not considered for Slytherin by the hack? Peter Pettigrew, Gilderoy Lockhart, Phileas Flitwick, and Harry Potter. Phileas Flitwick. Were any minister for magic ever from the Malfoy family? Oh. Uh, no. Wait. Um. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna go no. Okay, what did oh we get? Oh my gosh, 17. we got 17 out of 25. Okay, let's see. What did we get wrong? Let's see the ones. We got, where was Slytherin founder born? Incorrect. Oh, that's fine. We got incorrect. How old was Regulus Black when he died? Oh, it's probably. We got incorrect. which member of House Black was disowned for marrying pure blood? Oh, what? A Muggleborn. A Muggleborn. Uh, ooh. It was Ted. It was Andromeda. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. The Quidditch score one was fine. Who was lost in? Oh. So they're in Locket. Aww. And in what school year did? Tom Riddle. That was yeah. a fine one. And then name the following of Tom Riddle's Slytherin game you got wrong. And did any Slytherin students participate in the Battle of Hogwarts? What? Who participated? I know. Are they counting Draco? Well, Draco, yeah, but he didn't fight for good. I know. Alright, guys. Uh, email us what you guys got. Because that's that's crazy. Huh. Here are the Horcruxes that have to do with Slytherin. Slytherin's Locket. The God's Ring. The Riddle's Diary. And here's some Slytherin merch that you can get. So... They have lots of shirts and sweaters that you can get, and like robes, but here's a huge pack that you can buy that comes with a bunch of things. It has a trunk purse, a shirt, scarf, beanie, a tie, journal, Hogwarts acceptance letter, and a lot more. Ooh. And then this set is from the Harry Potter uh, shop at platform nine and three quarters, and I'll link it in the description. Guys, also, you guys from PBT and Harry Potter, you can get a Slytherin trunk, and it's so cool. It's big, and you can just put anything in it. It's huge. Um, yeah. So, sorry if this isn't just, like, our Gryffindor episode, but I think it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't wait to talk about Hufflepuff, which will probably be in book four, and Ravenclaw, which will probably be in book five or seven. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to email us, and make sure to leave us a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts, because it'll help us out so much. So thank you a lot for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for another Inside Hogwarts episode.